0: Hello, and welcome to Unplaytested, the podcast about RPGs that have never been played before.
1: Because they never existed before. I'm Alex, and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm Lara, and I use she, her pronouns. We're going to make a game based on one of your ludicrous suggestions chosen at random. And uh, we also have a very special guest joining us today. The amazing game designer uh, Kira will be with us today. Uh, Would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Hello,
1: Um, I'm Kira. Uh, No
2: pronouns. Yay! Should I do do a longer introduction? (laughs) Uh, However (laughs) you like. (laughs) Follow your bliss. That's my bliss right now. (laughs)
1: Perfect. Uh, So, I believe I have in my hand a a die with a certain number of sides on it. How many sides does my die have, Lara? Uh, At present, your die has 74 sides. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. Well, I am just going to give my
0: die a roll here. All right. Oh, this Oh, what did I boy. Get? <laughs> okay. Well, this is interesting. So, this is uh-huh. an old one. Oh, nice. We haven't gotten an old one in a while. You rolled a 21. Uh 21. Um so this is is one that we specifically me put on this list. And just to give you some ideas about when it came out, it was it, I, I did not put it on the list in the year 2020 because this is a game you can only play at Starbucks. Okay.
2: <laughs> Love it. Here for it.
0: So designed or imagined in the before times when going right. to Starbucks and staying at Starbucks was a thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Interesting.
2: Should we still do this? Is that is that too is that too unnatural now to imagine? <laughs>
1: I feel like I I'm very far away from the me that spent time in coffee shops and in the the companionable embrace of humanity. Uh I wouldn't I wouldn't uh terribly mind rolling again and seeing what happens. That's
0: that's a fair point. Let us save this one for a beautiful we'll future. Yeah, when Ooh. when the Starbs reopens. <laughs>
3: um stars.
0: as I
1: as I call it. Okay, well, the, the title of the game that comes out in the future should be When the Starbs Align.
0: <laughs> oh, no, no, it's good!
1: <laughs> no, it's, we gotta save that. We just gotta save it.
0: Okay, well, uh, <laughs> then, re- <laughs> then re-roll. Okay. Okay, so this is another high-concept one. For me, actually, I'm really winning the list right now. Uh-huh. Uh, this is the bottom of the list. Uh, random prompt number 74 uh everyone say the last video game you played, combine them all into an RPG. <laughs> oh. Interesting.
1: That could be cool. What is the last game that I played?
2: Yeah, I had to think about that too.
1: I think it must be Genshin Impact, probably. I almost cool. booted up some Vermintide
0: too, but instead I think the last one was Genshin. Okay. Uh, I know fully well the last game I played because it's the game I've been obsessing about for the last couple of weeks, and it is Disco Elysium. Ooh, oh, that's so much better.
1: <laughs> that's going to be very good.
2: Mine was uh, Cloudpunk.
1: Ooh, what's Cloudpunk?
2: Have you heard of it? It's a, an indie cyberpunk game where you play, um, you're a cat, you're kind of like a del- a driver, you're a deliverer, and you are flying like in like, cl- the upper levels of these, this city, like, amongst the yeah. clouds. And there's, like, sky highways, and um, it's very, like, uh, deals with concepts of, like, classism, obviously. And uh, you're, you have to make hard decisions, like, are you going to deliver this medicine to this person who needs it, or uh, invoke the ire of the gang boss who has you delivering it somewhere else, etc.? Hey. Okay. I like yeah. this.
0: That sounds rich. Uh, for for like for the sake of our audience who might not know, we should also talk about what our games are. What is Genshin Impact? So Genshin Impact is a
1: a gacha game that's like actually good, uh which is the first time that I have played a gacha game that I actually enjoyed the gameplay of and not just like the compulsion to continue playing it. Uh but uh, my wife actually wanted to have a game that she could play when she was taking a couple of weeks off of work. Uh, that would just be like something chill that she could like really, you know, go into and live for a while. Uh, which she had had a good experience playing Breath of the Wild, and I had heard this game was fairly Breath of the Wild like, uh, and it is. And I actually like it better than Breath of the Wild. Like the gameplay is just really fun and interesting. It has uh, lots of cool stuff where you are playing four characters at the same time. And each character has, like, an elemental alignment to, like, water or air or whatever. Uh, But the really fun thing is that you will put elemental effects on your enemies or on yourself and things. And then you can combine them where you're like, ah, if I put... A fire effect on someone and then put an ice effect on them, they get melt and they take more damage. Or if they have water on them and you combine that with lightning then they get electroshock and they take like little bursts of damage over time and things like that. Uh... Uh-huh. And it has a surprisingly good story and stuff, which uh, will be hard for us to replicate. But you know, <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. I was I was actually very surprised, uh, thinking that it was just going to be sort of a, a fairly money grabby game like most Gacha games are. And I was like, all right, they're putting in some work on this. I can kind of get behind this game. Cool, cool.
2: And it's like a it's like. Is it Xanxia, the the genre, or is it, yeah. it it's like Chinese fantasy? Right,
1: it's Chinese, and it's it's definitely fairly Xanxia-feeling in that you will occasionally run into a character and be like, oh, what a cool, like, overworked government secretary who has cool <laughs> little horns. She seems fun. Oh, she's 3,000 years old and has fought in, like, several god wars. Noice. Uh, there's a, there's a point where you, you go along a nice, uh, chain of, like, mountainous islands, and then later on you learn, oh, those are the spears left over from when one of the gods battled against a giant serpent, and, you know, that's just a thing. Uh, so it's got some, it's got some very cool, like, fairly subtle jean ness to it, where it doesn't hit you with that right at the start, and then you sort of go, oh, this world has a big scale, neat. Cool. Sounds neat. How about Disco?
0: Oh, Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium is a computer role-playing game uh, in which you play a character who wakes up in a completely trashed hotel room, nursing the worst hangover in human history, uh, and you quickly realize that you have forgotten everything. You have complete amnesia from uh, <laughs> your, your, your escapades of the past question mark days. Um, and then when you go downstairs, uh, in this hotel, uh, you meet a man in the lobby who introduces himself as Kim Kitsuragi, your new partner, come to help you with the murder investigation, officer, because (laughs) you are in fact a cop with a murder to solve. Um, it's a very funny, very depressing game, uh... (laughs) And one of its most notable features is that it has a kind of a wild skill list because it is it's a computer role-playing game, um, hmm. but like you don't have a skill that is shoot, uh, wh- but you do have a skill that is empathy and a different skill that is empathy specific to cops, and you have at least two, you have three different skills that could all be classified as imagination. <laughs> And every skill you have is in fact a character, a voice in your head, and the higher the, you, know, the higher you have this skill, the more points you've plugged into it, the more often they will chime in to tell you about things, which is mm. kind of interesting. If you put a lot of points into encyclopedia, then every time someone you are talking to mentions a proper noun, it's just going to leap in and give you a short paragraph description. Um, and if you put a lot of points into drama, which is your skill of lying and telling when you are being lied to, then uh, this, this voice in your head that speaks in faux Elizabethan English is going to just mm. leap in every so often and say, Oh, there's a hint of deception to this one, sire. But I think fundamentally he doth tell the truth. And it's just, it's fantastic. That sounds so good. Uh, and then you're like navigating this, what is not actually a, you know, a former Soviet block uh, uh, slum, but is very similar is is what it is meant to kind of feel like. And mysteries and, you know, is there supernatural? And also the, who the heck are you? And who killed that guy uh, that has been hanging in a tree for a week at this point because you have not been doing your job. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, highly recommended weird but fantastic
2: i've heard great things about both, both of your games
0: i feel like if we're gonna do like combine these all into an rpg we should probably take a moment and think about what are the elements that we want to bring in because we got a mm-hmm. lot of yep different stuff here i wouldn't say the mesh naturally yeah uh, i see
2: some crossover points i'm, I'm already mm-hmm. seeing some intersections
0: well what are you seeing I'm i'm interested
2: well, Disco Elysium and Cloudpunk have kind of like this underground, uh, regular person vibe to them, you know, like you're a person in a big city, like they're both kind of noir, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about Genshin Impact, though. That's when it starts getting wild. Because then it's like, are we in an anime? Is this like, are we ancient gods in a noir city? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, okay,
0: I've just got to type that down. <laughs> Ancient gods
1: in a noir city. So that actually made me think of, uh, there's an anime that originally came out as like a little OVA, and then later they made a series of it that was maybe not as good, uh, called Black Rock Shooter. Have any of y'all heard of that?
3: I have not.
1: It's pretty obscure. Uh, So the dealio in it is that it's about this like tenuous friendship between these two high school girls And it's like, one of them is, like, maybe mad at the other one, and the other one's not sure why. And they're like, you know, it's this, like, tense sort of drama. And then when they go to sleep... They are, like, these super powerful otherworldly warriors who, like, battle each other in ways that, like, kind of reflect what's going on in their real life. But, like, it's it's a very cool, like, oh, there are two layers to this, and, you know, sometimes you're, like, a shy girl in the library with glasses, and sometimes you're, like, a scythe-wielding, like, green-glowing necromancer lord named Deathmaster who, like, rides on a giant skull.
2: It sounds a little Persona-y, where mm, you're, like, yeah, diving, yeah. Into, diving into people's minds and having dream battles and stuff.
1: hmm mm-hmm. Yeah, something with that kind of vibe could be fun. Because I liked what you were saying, like, oh, yeah, you're, like, people, you're on a ground level, you're doing noir stuff, and then it's like, oh, maybe there's multiple multiple levels we can jump between in a game would be kind of fun.
2: Yes. Yes. I also, like... The mechanics you said from Disco Elysium, where you can just kind of put your stats in whatever... You can put your numbers in whatever stat, and it just colors the flavor of, of like, what you see, kind of? Mm-hmm.
0: That sounds really fun. It's, it's pretty great. It's very fun. I don't know how that would turn that into, like, an RPG game, but mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a way.
2: Maybe yeah. maybe you don't have any stats to start out with. You just pick three words like like any stat that you want to have mm-hmm. and then you then that's and then each of you has like maybe a different narration style based on those choices <laughs> or something
1: That sounds cool. <laughs> so you could have like daring do and like frippery and uh you know platitudes or something or your three stats.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or you could like anything. It could be like um cooking or you know and the, every scene that you're in you know you're just you that that character cooks something in a scene you know
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that would be great
2: <laughs> like you'd have to like if you were having a fight on the street you'd have to like have it move into a restaurant so that that character could like cook in the back kitchen of the restaurant while fighting with like a knife yeah. or something cook fighting
0: <laughs> the way one does yes
1: yeah that would be amazing and and if we were to have the, like, higher-up level thing, then you'd be like, oh, yeah, and when I'm in my, like, you know, dream form, then I have, like, an, uh, like a, a series of, like, ten cast-iron pans floating around me like a halo, each cooking a different dish or
0: something, right? Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, this is wild. I'm loving it, though.
2: Lara, you haven't offered any... What are your thoughts? <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm. 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 We don't. We
1: don't gotta go with this. It's just. uh
2: Yeah. like my
1: brain up a little bit.
2: This is just my. I'm throwing out any idea type of thing. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So what? What I am thinking, like where my brain is going, is that instead of like you have a, a character who has stats, what if you are the stats? Right? You are cooking. So mm-hmm. you exist as the kind of elemental conceit of cookery. In this sort of upper level, but then we also like burn down, we, we, we focus in, we do friggin' you know, everyone is John. We are all mm. uh, focused on this one character in whom we represent these skills. So I am mm. I am cooking, I am the the spirit of cooking uh, throughout the universe, but also I am our character, I am John's ability to cook. Uh, And then depending on, like, where we are, we're either interfacing on the spirit sphere or we're (laughs) pushing this dude around and making them do things.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I like that idea. That's very, like, nobilis or unknown armies where, Mm. like, you are, like, the ultimate embodiment of this concept in the universe. And it's just kind of like that's where your magic powers come from. But you're not in total control of it or like outside forces can influence it or something, like your worshippers or like <laughs> mm-hmm. like I don't know, spirit energy like it's it's fun if like you're an embodiment of something. Like what are the what are the po like the strengths and weaknesses of that embodiment type of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. So then so then if you were the embodiment of that thing, you would just be it all the time. Or you're channeling the embodiment of that thing.
0: I guess. I don't know. That's
3: fair. Hmm.
2: Hmm.
3: Hmm.
0: And of course, we can throw ideas out, because we're throwing a lot of spaghetti at the wall with this one, and that's good. I like spaghetti.
1: Yeah.
2: What are the things that you do in Genshin Impact? Are you just fighting people?
1: Uh, yeah, you do a lot of fighting. You do a lot of, like going around and doing little quests. You can make a house inside of uh, a teapot world where you're, like, making a little craft inside your own little pocket dimension and and making, you know, trees and boulders and stuff to go around your little sky island. Uh... (laughs) Okay.
2: As one does. As one does. It's very, like, Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. I guess.
0: Animal Crossing, but with an elemental battle system. Yeah. (laughs) if in case you wanted <laughs> yeah. to throw lightning at Tom Nook and I do.
2: <laughs> cool. So that's pretty there's a lot of things you could do.
1: Yeah, that one does uh have a lot of going through like a pre-prepared plot. Like I feel like Ancient Impact would probably be a GM'd game whereas the rest of the stuff we're talking about would be kind of GM-lesser or at least I was feeling like, you know, if if we're all embodying different concepts and also a character or multiple characters.
0: Probably that feels pretty GMless, right? We could do we could do it GM. Have we done a like a proper GMd game yet?
1: I don't <laughs> remember. <laughs> I don't think so.
0: They just don't naturally come to me. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I'm much more likely to suggest a game master.
3: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
2: I like everything. It's just whatever fits whatever ends up fitting the game depends what you want to do. We could have maybe are they part of a, are they drivers? Are they part of a delivery service?
1: That seems cool. Yeah. Oh, do you want to go into a little more detail on uh is it Cloudpunk?
2: Cloudpunk. Yeah.
1: Yeah, cuz I feel like we've heard the least about that one.
2: You're a driver and so you have a car, but it's falling apart and you have to do a certain amount of jobs cuz you live in a shitty apartment in the city. And you got into the city because you had to leave your country home because your family lost your house and you are in the city trying to make money. Um, and the city sucks. It's falling apart. Um, rich people live in a different city.
3: <laughs> wow. Okay.
2: <laughs> and uh, it has a lot of characterization. Um, like you, um, you've brought your AI dog with you. Nice, um, nice. But you install him into the car and he, you don't have enough memory for him to fully upload yet so you have to do a certain amount of jobs for him to remember things
1: that's like the best hook i've ever heard in any game
2: (laughs) it's like heartbreak it's sometimes heartbreaking it's it's a very like um it's like i wouldn't say it's like sad but it for like a cyberpunk game but it is like very touching it's just very Mm. it's it tries to be very kind of personal Mm -hmm. um and uh you know you're you're you just have a dispatch who's giving you jobs, and you can tell he's not happy about giving you these jobs. Mm. He's like this old man. And the, all the voices are there's like voice actors, but it's like pixelated art. And um, he he like he's like giving you these jobs, and he's like, be really careful out there. There's been 10 crashes tonight. I'm not happy about giving you this job, it's super dangerous. I know you you just started yesterday, et cetera, et cetera. And you you're kind of like understand that the company you're working for is kind of shady and like he Mm. gives you kind of information to help you do less shady things but he's not giving you direct orders type of thing
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then
2: the highways are pretty cool you move like like you just there's multiple levels of sky highways that you can drive on but you can drive in any direction and you have to get your car repaired like, your car breaks very easily if you, like, bump into anything. You, like, have to go pay for, like, a new bumper. Oh, my gosh. And, like, <laughs> you have to find parking lots next to where you kind of are doing missions. And, like, there's side quests where people will be like, I, I, I'm, I I'm like, an AI companion. But the person who owned me or I was a companion to, they went away. And I don't know where they are. Mm. And can you do research for me to find out what happened? cuz I'm just here. I'm your neighbor and I don't know what happened to my companion. It was like all those kinds of stories. Basically.
1: Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah.
2: It's it's very cool. It's really well written.
1: So, I'm having I'm having a third idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's hear that. What if we do a I don't know if it's necessarily a three-player game, but it could be. There exists a city. In this city, a driver is going around doing deliveries and moving things around and doing little jobs. Also in this city, a detective is investigating things and trying to solve mysteries and crimes. And both of these people are like, I have a sad, you know, dreary kind of cyberpunk melancholy life. But my bright spot in my day is when I get to go home and I play this online MMO and my best (laughs) friend is the other player. So we both have our, like, bright, happy, joyous, bright colors, zhanza worlds we can escape to when we're not busy being ground down by capitalism.
2: I love that idea. That's very cool. I. What if also there's, like, a, a real-life god in the city?
3: <laughs> Go okay. on, continue.
2: Yes. And, like, the, the god is, like watching them or, or interacting with them in some way there's like uh-huh. a, se- a secret world of gods just under the surface of this cloud city or Very something cool. yes. and they and in their in their daily work or whatever the two of them become embro- slowly embroiled yeah
1: this case goes all the way to the top of the celestial spires of the heavens
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the gods are like the metaphor for like the rich people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And the god could also be the GM
1: Right That sounds very cool
0: Oh, 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 wait, okay, wait Just Everyone, quiet, I have brain Okay, (laughs) what if There is a GM, and that GM Is a god figure But the god they are changes Often, like, every player Gets to write down uh, Essentially the lenses Through which they want the world to be viewed So, you know war god, uh harvest god, whatever the hell. And then like while the GM is talking, any other player who wants to just sort of slips them the uh oh now you're a war god, so they have to describe everything as a war god would.
2: Whoa. Yes, I like that a lot.
0: That's really cool. So
1: you're like, oh yeah, I walk into the room, they're like, oh you see there are three people at the table of the Denny's who are weaker than you. You could crush them easily <laughs> under your heel. <laughs>
2: yes and then they become like overconfident
0: and then someone else like slips the GM a love god and it's like oh yes but the third one hot (laughs) (laughs) just seamless integration to different
2: gods and it doesn't even have to be two people like these could be two player archetypes we could come up with like two more player archetypes in the Mm -hmm, city too mm
1: -hmm. yeah What are things that people do in cities?
2: It could be like many. Um, There could be like a street vendor um, or like a corner shop owner Mm -hmm. or um,
3: like a
0: barista or a food worker. I'm going to make barista just because just to say sorry to Starbucks because we left them behind. Yeah,
2: like a a low-level businessman. (laughs) A bartender. Oh, you just said barista. I
0: mean, a bartender is just a Booze barista, really, when you think about it. (sighs) Gonna get a lot of angry emails from bartenders. But a lot of happy emails from baristas. Yeah. And I've only been one of those, so. (laughs) That's all that matters.
1: So yeah, I guess the the common thread is you have like a fairly, you either have an entry-level job or you have an unpleasant job, if you're a a PI
2: or something.
0: So sort of a soul-crushing job. Yeah.
2: I think that's, Maybe. that's where it's at. Soul Crushers. Is that the game? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a pretty good title. That's a pretty good title. I'm going to write it in.
2: <laughs> I mean, we're talking about gods and souls. and.
1: Yeah, yeah. One of the, the title of the MMO could be Soul Crushers.
2: Yeah. Oh, so so then how would the MMO come into play?
1: Oh, right. Yes, I could... We, we could either have there being an MMO, or we could have your getting into supernatural stuff in real life. Or, I mean, both, I guess.
0: Uh, Let's get into supernatural stuff in real life, I think. I I want, cool. I want the supernatural to really just... Just rear its head. Yeah. You go into
1: the walk-in freezer, and there's, like, a Narnia in there.
2: It could be a question of, is it real actually though Mm. and then it brings in the element of like mmo escapism because like maybe this is all just like a delusion
1: Mm -hmm. that's cool i like that and you're just like am i just am i just daydreaming to escape my terrible job
2: yeah maybe it's not verified or something i don't know or it could be it could be totally real i'm down for either of those they're both great all
0: right so we have People with a
1: soul-crushing job. Right. And I think you should have to answer, like, you have a job, and then the first question you have to say is, why is your job soul-crushing? Like, even if you have, like, a a mediocre office job, like, your boss is really terrible, and so that makes your job soul-crushing or something, right? Okay.
2: Yeah. Like, what is the soul-crushing element? Like, do you have a horrible boss? Do you hate your job? Are you... Did you fail at some... Are you free to fail your etc mm. etc cetera, et cetera. maybe that's like your weakness or something
0: yeah yeah that's cool so you have a soul-crushing job but somehow like gods are paying special attention to you i guess
2: gods oh. always pay attention to the the most troublemaker people or the, <laughs> the saddest folks right that's
1: right these people have they have a strong desire burning in their heart for change, right? They don't want right. a, things to be the way they are. They want things to be
0: different. There and we is go. that what the god is doing is sort of granting them some some supernatural in their life to bring them what? Joy, comfort, fulfillment? Or just using them? Yeah, it depends on how how altruistic
1: we want these gods to be.
2: Yeah. I don't like altruistic gods.
1: I want these gods to be real, real, like, bastardy Greek god types.
2: Yeah, I like it when gods are, you know, just as troublesome as humans are, basically.
0: Part of me likes the idea of a god who's like, this guy looks bored. Let's make him fight a minotaur.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
2: Maybe they mean well, but then it's like, oh, he couldn't possibly fight a minotaur, but he doesn't learn that until, like, the guy tries to fight the minotaur. He's like, this is what gave me bravery when I was a youth and, like...
1: <laughs> That's great. T-
2: trying to help.
1: Yeah. I like I like being well-intentioned but incompetent, <laughs> yeah. which is also fun.
2: But it could depend on the personality of the god, I guess. So we mm-hmm, probably would mm-hmm. have to come up with, like, a loose pantheon, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or we make the players do it if we want to make them do a little world building.
0: That one seems way easier for us, the writers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes,
1: but we could we could come up with some some prompts, some uh, some you know things for them to hang their hat on. Mm-hmm. Maybe the god also has to answer why they hate their job.
0: Nah.
2: God <laughs> no, God just okay. love their
0: job. All
2: right, I've been doing this for ten thousand years. The same story over and over again. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay, so. Wait, which
0: part are we coming up with now? Uh at this point I'm just sorta of throwing notes on in a way that makes sense. So let, let's see, what what have we got? We have our our Cloud City, we have pe characters with soul crushing jobs. Maybe we're getting rid of this MMO angle. Okay. Uh the there is a GM who is the gods of this setting, who are conspiring to make life More interesting for these soul-crushed people, uh, but also there are multiple different gods, and the players can determine which god is in charge right now, and that changes how everything plays out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That could also
1: be a rotating role where there's one GM at a time, but you say, I'm always the love god, so when we rotate around to me, I'm not playing my character, I'm being the love god instead. That probably is more complicated, though.
0: That also means that your character in the Love God would never get to interact. Right. Which is fine, I guess. I mean, I'm not opposed to it, but... Yeah, know? just an alternate thought.
1: But I think GM'd will probably be easier to design. Also, it's been about half an hour, uh, so we can do our ad break. Uh, so, Kira, uh, would you like to give us our advertisement for the day?
2: Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I'll give my more in-depth description, I guess. I'm Kira McGran. I'm a queer non-binary game designer living in Columbus, Ohio. Um, and I recently kickstarted uh, successfully a game called Fly Softly, which is a solar punk game where you play hybrid butterfly people in the near future, um, trying to make the world a better place. Uh, so you, I think you can still kickstart that, even though the Kickstarter is over, I think you can still, like, do it. So that's, that's a cool thing to check out of mine.
1: Heck yeah. Um,
2: thank you. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I also have a Patreon, um, and you can see all my games and on my website, uh, if probably the easiest place to find that is on my Twitter, which is Cura Serpentine. Um, so speaking
1: of serpents, I am a big fan of uh the Lesbi Snakes game, A Cozy Den.
2: Yes. It's so good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's why I, I think every game I make is just combine three things I'm obsessed with right now. Here's my game. So, hilariously, <laughs> our episode today is very similar to my creative process. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ad break over. We need mechanics. So yeah. we, need to, we need to figure out what these people are doing and how the gods are interacting with them. And why are the gods, the GM? <laughs>
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: I
1: uh, feel an aversion to rolling dice in this game. I'm willing to be overridden on that, but I feel like anytime gods are involved, you should not be rolling dice. I will put that on the record. Just, the things that gods do happen or they don't happen. You give them some interesting choices to make. You give them some all-out-of-bubble-gum sticks that you're depleting. You do something, right? Uh, but I don't want to be, oh, a god tried something and it
0: might or might not work. They should just do stuff. I am willing to mount dice on the whole. I'm sure that, like, no randomizers whatsoever. We can't just
1: yeah. play cards and say whatever. We don't need cards.
0: We don't need well, We've done cards before.
2: Yeah. We don't need any randomizer. We can just make decisions.
1: Just make decisions.
2: You can can have a checklist. You can have like um Mm. here's the ten things you have to accomplish type of thing. Uh Mm -hmm. like as maybe as a GM, maybe maybe and maybe it's like make a make a mortal smile or (laughs)
3: like
2: um bring joy into someone's heart or make someone feel strong again. Uh, mm, or mm. enact vengeance upon an ancient enemy. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> or like stuff like, I don't know, random things gods would do.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like that. Sort of like, uh, and maybe that's what the deal is with the different godly persona. Like each of them has a different little checklist they're trying to do. And if you want to do one of the things on your checklist, you just cross it off and you say, all right, I'm doing it. Let's go. I'm going to make a person in the room fall in love with you because I'm the love God. And now you have to deal with that.
2: Yes. So does that mean we have to make up a different checklist for several gods now? Or is this something that the, this is the play, the beginning of the game, the players come up with this. And Mm, then this, this frames the type of game that they want to play. Like they, that
3: sounds fun. The
2: type of gods that they want to play. And they're like, Mm -hmm. okay, here's the five things I want to do. Or I want to happen to my character.
1: Yeah, you could be passing it around, too, and say, okay, I'll do a couple for this one, and then you do a couple, and then you do a couple, so that the, you know, death god gets nice and
0: fleshed out and interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I get I like it. That's good. So you make a god, you make their first thing, you pass them around. Yes, okay.
2: And it's the kind of thing, like, where you know what will happen to your character, but you don't know when or how, which is mm-hmm, my, my favorite mm-hmm. thing, actually.
1: Yeah, that's nice.
2: That's my favorite storytelling thing. It's like, all right, I know they're getting together in the end, but how are they getting together? Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) At some point, someone is going to be betrayed by the person they trusted most because we've got a trickster god up in the mix, but we don't know who or when. Yes.
2: That's so cool.
0: Now here's a question, sort of bouncing off of that. So we have the GM as playing the god figure, you know, the, the god mode, we'll call them, GM. Mm-hmm. And uh, do they get to decide at what point they switch gods, or is that exclusively player-determined? Can can I, as the GM, say, I want someone to fall in love in this scene, I'm going to be the love god now, or is it just like, I currently I'm the war god, everything is going to be war until someone says different?
2: Hmm. Oh, like, that's kind of an interesting player control it's it's like a meta commentary on on gm control yeah
0: i meant it in that very smart sounding way yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) i wonder if uh there's anything to because i when i first was thinking about there's a detective there's a a driver i was thinking about like oh you could draw a little map of the city and you can be like oh i'm driving around here i'm investigating my case over here um and something that would be not too terribly difficult to do would be to say this is a city that has four or five different districts in it Mm -hmm. and each of those districts is controlled by one of these gods. So it's when you go down to the docks, you're interfacing with the death god. When you go to the high-rise buildings, you're interfacing with the commerce god, that sort of thing.
2: That's a cool idea.
1: It'd be up to the players to say, ah, well, I'm going to the Starbucks, and the Starbucks is in the downtown core, so that's ruled over by the trickster god, so that's who you're going to be playing in this scene.
2: I really, I, I like that that's an excuse to show different settings in the city.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that seems fun to me.
2: Yeah. And you're so you're like exploring the city at the same. And and so it's like, okay, we have to go here for random plot reasons that we made up. But also the death god is here. Mm hmm.
1: And you get to color them in kind of, a you know, Lore Olympus style. All the gods are different color coded things. So you could be like, oh, yeah. And this this is kind of an orangey district or whatever. That'd be fun. I like that.
0: That's good. And I I think, like, you got kind of two fun angles there, where one is, you know, we're we're going to the, uh, we're going uptown, which means we get to do a bunch of love god stuff. And the other one is, I want someone to fall in love with me. I guess I'm going to Macy's. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because that's the only place it's going to happen. Right. And
1: that could be interesting, too, with, like, I feel like there's a distinction between does your character's job keep them in one place, or does your character's job move them around?
2: Because mm.
1: if you work at the KFC, then you work at the KFC and you're just in Death God territory the whole time, right? Um,
2: well, you can be off work.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Although we might want to... Since you mentioned that, we might want to make it so like your soul-crushing job is a mobile one. Just to... Just to make yeah. sure that you can go wherever you w- want to go and it's not a, you know, you don't have to stretch logic as to why you're going there. I mean, detective and driver are obviously going everywhere. Barista is a little harder, so maybe that's more of an Uber maybe you're, position.
2: Maybe you're like a a sky barista.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the sky yeah. baristas, they do go all over.
2: You're like <gasps> a, a delivery barista.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You've got a little floating island that uh, that the Starbucks is on.
2: Yeah, you're like the the floating vendor in the Fifth Element.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh hell yeah, that's great. I love that.
2: <laughs> uh, wait, are we in the we're in the future?
1: We are now. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> we've we've talked about cyberpunk and stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure.
1: I Think that holds together. Mm-hmm. Is there is there anything to do? We want to delve into like okay, you're playing cyberpunk, so people are going to have body modifications and stuff. Do you get those from the gods? Is that anything?
2: Maybe it's maybe it's not that kind of cyberpunk. It could be.
1: I feel like that type has been done a lot, so I was just like, we should check in on if that's interesting to us or not.
2: I love body modifications, but I feel it's. Maybe a little distracting unless we can tie it in somehow.
1: Right. Yeah, we've already kind of got a lot going on. But I also love body modifications. Maybe,
2: I mean, you could all have had a mod the same modification put in, and maybe that's what pulls you together. Like, maybe you all have, like, this mysterious chip or something.
0: Yeah, how do these characters know each other?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, that's a super good question. I mean, since we have the gods explicitly, we can always say... The gods have chosen you. Like it's true. that's the advantage at some point with gods is you can you don't have to answer every question because they're ineffable. Mm-hmm. You you have been selected for this epic quest to fill your dismal lives with joy. <laughs> Find the heart of the city. Go.
3: Mm.
2: I like it when when characters have like um, relationships, though Mm -hmm. because otherwise you're kind of just like i'm just floundering around playing with the gm one-on-one
1: right oh this could be a way to bring in so the cool thing in uh genshin impact with why people have their elemental powers is that everyone who has an elemental power has a vision where they're like ah I really need to accomplish this thing. And then like they're granted this elemental power mysteriously and it manifests as, as flames or whatever. Um, I wonder if there's anything to that where it's like, okay, the reason that you are playing this character and not any of the other baristas is because she got laser powers from the gods. Right. Uh, and you know, she still has to go to work. Your boss won't let you quit just because you can shoot lasers now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because it's cyberpunk you're never allowed to quit
2: you need that health insurance yeah <laughs> uh that's that's cool because
1: the one of the things that could be cool to to pull in from Genshin is that the elemental combinations where you're like okay i have laser powers you have orb powers And when my detective and your driver meet up, we can make a disco ball together by shooting a laser at an orb, and it reflects (laughs) around everywhere.
2: (laughs) I love this. I love this concept. I think that's a great way to pull everybody together. And they're like, maybe, yeah, they they just have, they're like mini gods. They're like mini gods in training.
0: You get like a cool thing you can do. But if you do your cool thing at the same time as someone else doing their cool thing, you, the two of you together have to figure out what the cool combo is. And oh yeah. my god, maybe a combo's a little different if you're in different districts.
2: Mm-hmm, maybe it's a little mm-hmm.
0: deafier if you're in Death God Town and a little lovier if you're in Love God Town. And I don't know yeah. how that applies to your disco ball murder <laughs> orb. But fuck, you figure it out, y'all. Yeah, yeah.
2: Are you fighting manifestations of your anxiety about your soul crushing job? <laughs> 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 that are terrorizing that. that are terrorizing the city. So you yeah. have to you have to stop your own negative impulses.
1: That's fun. So like your your boss is the minotaur.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, or your anxiety about your boss is the minotaur.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, mm-hmm. it's
2: literally a manifestation of your anxiety.
1: Yeah, that's fun.
0: And is that, like, a consequence of the vision that they got? Like, you get the vision and it gives you this this power, but also BT-dubs, sorry, side effects may occur. I mean, it, I guess it makes sense because the gods are basically
1: saying, look... You're so sad that your sadness started destroying the city. Yeah, You need to stop.
0: Yes! <laughs> oh, so it's the other way. Your sadness, anxious manifestation has become real. You have been granted the boon in order to stop it.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. Like, you created this problem. You need to fix it. Good luck. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: and they're like, we, we will give you
1: uh, power over the concept of blades. So, like, go ham,
0: I guess. I want to play this game now.
3: Okay. Yeah.
2: We're
0: doing our job. (laughs) That, that, that really cements the plot. Um, I do want to ask like how this plays for a character. Like Mm -hmm. how, what do I do if I am detective, detective fireballs, uh,
3: coincidentally Mm
0: -hmm. able to throw fireballs. And the fact that I hate being a detective is also a sky (laughs) <laughs> downtown that I need to deal with. How do I interface with this game? Right.
2: You probably want some personality. So maybe there's some personality options to characterize you.
1: Mm-hmm. Like uh,
2: three, like circle one of three personality traits or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I could see, I kind of like you also having a checklist. Because if this is a game about gods, it's at least a little bit of game about destiny, right? Where it's like, okay here's some things that you are going to accomplish and you get to do them in whatever order you want, right? Defeat a terrible foe that you didn't think you could, you know, heal a wound, uh, you know, mend a rift between friends, whatever, right? Or, like, also bad things, right? Like, freeze
0: up just when people needed you type of stuff. Yes. So the, it's their destiny, a checklist of things they must accomplish to be ready to, to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Kind
1: of a kind of a like a belonging outside belonging set of you know weak moves and regular moves and strong
0: moves, but instead of doing anything with tokens, you're just crossing them off. Yeah. I was just thinking in terms of uh, belonging outside belonging as uh, as a way to structure this.
2: I was thinking of Kagamatsu because Kagamatsu mm. also has a
0: checklist.
1: I forgot about that. I've only played that game one time. I haven't played yeah. that one at all. I was very salty about it because my like. <laughs> my, like, tomboyish blacksmith girl was very dear to my heart, and then she did not get picked, and I was like, come on! She was so cool. I still remember that character.
2: I feel like that's a character that appears in every game of Kagimatsu.
1: <laughs> well, I thought I was very original.
2: <laughs> no, it's very cool. I like that it's, like, a thing that happens. Good, um, good. No, Ka- Kagematsu is, like, you kind of have a checklist of, like, um, um, desperate flirtations to get the attention of a ronin to save your town so you have to like it ups the stakes every time you cross one off basically Mm -hmm. but but there's dice involved so
0: but we don't we don't need those dice no we don't we just need to be in the right place with the right god and presumably like presumably this will be set up in a way where you can't just you know, decide on your own with no other player involved to go down to the docks and just pick a fight with a guy and then fall in love with them and cross them off all by yourself with no help and in interact with anyone else. Like
1: Maybe you maybe you can only cross off one thing a scene. Okay. And you only have like five or six things.
2: Maybe you're embarrassingly tied to the other characters somehow, and you can't you, you need their help. Mm-hmm. Oh, like you said, with the magic. I mean, you have to pair your magic up.
0: Oh, yeah. right. You can only accomplish things with a proper synergized power display.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you have to work with at least one other person, maybe.
1: Or maybe, like, I kind of like that being optional rather than mandatory. Oh, okay. Like, maybe you, maybe you can cross off one thing per scene, but if you, two of you work together, you can cross off a second thing each. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, "Ooh, I have a, a nice big incentive to do this. How fun yes. for me." Yes. I'm not saying it has to be that, but something like that.
2: No, I like that. That's cool. I I was then thinking back to the problem of how do you, what incentivizes people to Well, I guess what like how cuz we I mean, these are all kind of I guess there's like we have like three kind of superficial things connecting people. It's like the, the gods are calling on you. You have this big problem to solve and you can use your magic together. Mm-hmm. I don't know, is that enough? Do we need, like, a more personal, like, a personal fit connection, or...
0: I mean, we, we could always make part of, like, character generation. By the way, you know the person to your left. How? Mm-hmm. That's a pretty, kind of...
2: Like, they've got coffee from you on their work break, or...
0: Yeah, because I kind of want
1: to avoid, like, these people being a and d party, where mm-hmm. all six of you are constantly going around together, and, like you were saying with Persona, I maybe even being like the Phantom Thieves where you're like, oh, we all hang out together in this coffee shop, and like, sometimes some of us are in there, but like, you know, some us you don't see this person for a while, they got their own life, they're doing their own things, right? That seems like kind of a vibe that I could get more behind where you're like, yeah, we sort of have gotten pulled into this because we're the ones who can see the horrible bile-spewing trolls that live in the sewer, and everybody else can't? Is that a thing? Mm.
0: That mm-hmm. is a thing. So, just to... Just cycle back. So you're suggesting that, like, not every scene is going to involve every character. Yeah. I like that. And what if the uninvolved players get to jump in as, you know, chaotic imps? (laughs) Like, you you have the player characters, you have the GM, and everyone else is like, okay, I guess uh, I'm some minion of the anxiety minotaur. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Here I go.
2: Or they could just randomly create an, like, an anxiety thing that you know, like, if you know one character has this anxiety, you're like, I'm the manifestation of that anxiety that you've never seen before. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha. Like, I don't know. You could be, like, an additional one. That might be fun.
1: Yeah. Who doesn't want to do that? The elevator door opens and there's, like, a creepy masked figure with, like, tears pouring out of the holes in its mask. And you're like, Ooh. I need to deal with this now, okay.
2: That was very specific, Alex.
0: <laughs> what can I say?
2: Uh, it sounds kind of disco Elysium somehow.
0: <laughs> I can take I can dig it. I like it.
2: What else do we need?
0: What else do we need? I'm i d- I'm still kinda digging Soul Crushers as a title. I do like Soul Crushers as a title. It's very good. I think like we have some yeah. good thoughts about characters being that we create. Like, do you, do we have a a limited supply of playbooks for this? Like these these are your character archetypes, or is it free form as long as you're soul crushing soul crushing? Soul crushed? It's a good question. It depends on how much work we want to do, I guess. Free form it is!
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what? This is it's just got some nice world building. You build your city, you build your gods, you build your characters, you go.
2: Okay. So so we just have to create question prompts for each of the checklists. Mm -hmm. So like, what are your five biggest anxieties in life or, or, or like what's your big anxiety at work? And what is, what are, what are five things you wish you had in life or something to prompt the God questions? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then what is your, magical element power.
0: And what is your magical element power?
2: Choose choose one. What are the what are the elements? Is it uh water, lightning?
1: I think I I kind of like the idea of it being able to be more abstract stuff too, where it's like, oh yeah, I have, you know, bubble or whatever, right? Cooking.
0: Yeah. We bring like, back to cooking.
2: <laughs> oh, like abstract like um like not like elements of nature but just kind of like co- concepts.
3: Mhm.
1: You could be like, "Oh yeah, I have I have origami power or something, right? Like just something that's cool and fun and maybe it relates to your job because you're, you know, a bookbinder or something or maybe it doesn't."
2: Right. Oh, so like like slicing or like speed. these are more like superpowers.
0: <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I support superpowers. Do you have unlimited access to these, or do you have some like reserve of stress that drains over the course of a scene? It's a good question. Maybe there's something where, like...
1: because I kind of like the idea of having the occasional scene at your shitty job, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe there's something where like, oh, if you have used your power a lot, out battling monsters, then like that has some some pushback on you, where like now your boss at work is being even worse to you because you have cut off one of the heads of the hydra. Um, yes, and things are like getting worse and worse and worse until you finally achieve your destiny and defeat them, and then things are better, right? Uh, but maybe if you're like, oh, I I haven't been doing any uh any monster fighting, so then I can use my laser powers at work, and I'll get through my workday a little bit better, and it won't be as terrible.
0: Uh, I don't know, is that anything? Oh, okay. Wait, so what if, basically you have a, like, a, kind of a binary state where the first scene you're in, yeah, you can use your powers as much as you want. The next one, shit, you're out of luck. The next one, okay, you've recharged. You basically have a one-scene recharge, and for that recharging scene, things are probably going to suck for you.
3: Yeah.
1: I'm trying to think if there's anything less hard to remember than that, but that's pretty good.
0: I mean, you could have a, I don't know. A a a coin coin. you flip
1: over, yeah. 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 Okay.
2: Whoa. I thought we weren't going to have randomizers. (laughs) 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 <laughs> like
1: a like a fall of magic coin. <laughs> it's just for symbolic.
2: Gotcha. <laughs> no, That's
1: if you flip is. the coin, you're out. You're
0: out of the game. Oh no! No
2: randomizers <laughs> in this game. Leave.
0: <laughs> okay. Powers once used need to recharge. I can get behind that. Unless unless you're
1: comboing somebody. I don't unless know. you're because I it
0: would be it would be sad if
1: like. Someone else was like, hey, I want to do a cool combo with you where you use your cloud power and I use my meat power and we make a meat cloud. And then you're like, oh, I, I'm sorry, I'm burned out right now.
0: You know, I would just say I'm burned out right now, whether or not <laughs> no it was, because I do not want a meat <laughs> cloud.
2: Maybe instead of a drain, it's like you can only use it too much. Like if you, if like, if you get a little too wild like yeah. if you use too much of your power and you can't control it, like something else happens.
1: Heck yeah, I like that. So if you're if you're you're either like burning bright or you're burned out and if you try to use your power when you're burned out, there's just going to be an additional consequence of some sort.
2: Yeah. Like more, you know, a- anxiety or something.
1: Yeah, that sounds fun. All right. I think we can build a game off of that. Yeah. Because I like the idea of some sort of, like, you're in a slight, not a death spiral, but like a, like, things keep getting worse for you spiral, where you're like, oh, I just, I went out, I fought monsters all night, and then I have to go to work the next morning, and that's terrible, and then, like, you're like, oh, boy, this, this really sucks. And then finally, at the end, you're like, okay, I did it, things are all right now.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, a majority of the gameplay is, like cascading domino effect consequences.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: That <laughs> sounds then, really fun. Until you f- finish it, and then the gods maybe give you a little boost here or there. It sounds like
1: maybe or they more can, tr- or more
2: trouble, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Or <laughs> pretending, right? Yeah, <laughs>
1: they could. They could flip your coin from burned out to uh, to burning bright again, or something.
2: That's cool. That's a cool idea
1: but only if you do something that they really like. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Cuz that could easily be some of the checkboxes on the god things are like give a boon to a mortal who has pleased you, punish a mortal
0: who has displeased you type stuff. Yes. All right. All right. This is this is kind of wild, but I like it. Yeah. Nice. Good job, team. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got a game. <laughs> we got a game.
2: I like how we went went from three video, three totally different video games to <laughs> here is a co- cohesive, interesting, fun-sounding game. Good job.
1: That's unplaytested. <laughs> Heck yeah. That was a great prompt. I And I love that that could have been completely different, if like...
0: Well, I think what's great is I'm not going to take it off the big list, right? Because it's yeah. still, still going to be good next time. Mm-hmm. Was that one of yours? You put that That was in there? That was mine. I wrote that. Great work by you. Excellent. Hey, everybody out there. This has been Unplaytested. <laughs> Did you know? You can find us at unplaytested.com where you can submit ludicrous ideas to for the big list. Although, you know, we have the best idea. Just now, as we have just proven, so we might not need them. Uh, hey, or you can follow us on Twitter at, at Unplaytested. And if you want to see the games we make here played, uh, they should go
1: up at twitch.tv Unplaytested. Uh, we try to get them up the next week after the episode drops, but check out the schedule there. Or you can get the games yourself at unplaytested.itch.io. If you play one of these things, we would love to hear about it. This one, especially the different
0: gods, are going to be really fun. Unplaytested is made possible by the support of our patrons. Join the unPlatreon at patreon.com/unplaytested. Unplaytrons make the magic happen. Thank you to Abducted by Sharks for our
1: music bring forth my armor. I'm Alex, and I'm Lara,
2: and I'm Kira.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and remember, time is an illusion, and so is death. <laughs> oh 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 wait okay wait just everyone quiet i have brain